Portland State University's History Department presents This Week Back Then. Hi, I'm Evan Smiley, and today we rewind to this week back in 1982 to the first of multiple demonstrations protesting the relocation of the Harriet Tubman Middle School. The Harriet Tubman Middle School site decision of 1982 is a very clear example of institutional racism, and the demonstrations that followed proved the effectiveness of persistent and peaceful protests. Two forms of racism, individual and institutional. Personally, I think far more insidious and far more damaging than individual racism is institutional racism. Individual Individuals come and go, institutions are permanent. What do I mean by institutional racism? Racism as evidence. That's Ron Herndon, leader of the 1982 school board protests and lifelong civil rights activist, speaking at the Albina Head Start on February 26, 1993. I think that form of racism is far more damaging and destructive because it affects so many more people and it affects them on a daily basis. In the 1960s, the Portland School District actively sought to desegregate schools by implementing a busing program required by Brown v. Board of Education. However, the early busing program put the majority of the burden on the black community. The district bused over 2,000 minority students to primarily white schools, while busing only 480 white students to primarily black schools. Busing did not improve minority test scores as they had hoped, and it lowered enrollment numbers at black schools while boosting enrollment at white schools, which gave the majority white school board more justification in closing schools and black communities. In 1980, to replace the flawed busing program, the Portland School Board established plans to essentially distribute desegregated schools throughout Portland, emphasizing neighborhood schools for black students. The plan focused on Harriet Tubman Middle School. The school board decided to locate the middle school at the Elliott Childhood Education Center near Memorial Coliseum. Black communities saw the decision to place Tubman Middle School at the Elliott site as an imperative aspect of the district's desegregation plan. Locating Tubman Middle School at the Elliott site meant that Boise Elementary, the last K-8 school within the black community, could remain open. This is why, on March 5, 1982, two years after the school board established its desegregation plan, members of the black community were perplexed and rightly infuriated to learn that the school board voted 5-2 to two to reverse their decision and place Harriet Tubman Middle School at the Boise site, consequently dismantling the last elementary school within the black community. The board made this decision without any attempt to discuss the change with Boise parents or to measure the social and community impact. The decision was also made in spite of the opinions of the newly elected Superintendent Matthew Prophet, the school's Citizen Advisory Committee, and many other organizations. To quote Black United Front member Visa Loving, this was the first time everyone was in unity over an issue. And despite the large number of organizations and individuals in agreement against the school board's decision, she reported that the school board insisted that, quote, they would decide what was best for black children. So it's really no surprise that 20 minutes into the next school board meeting on March 29, 1982, 150 protesters disrupted the meeting chanting, you better go home, cause we ain't. After an hour, board chairman William Scott and acting superintendent James Fenwick decided to adjourn the meeting and go home. And what is even more interesting are the comments Scott and Fenwick made to the press the following day regarding the protest. Fenwick reported, quote, I think it's sad we have to deal with an issue of this kind on an emotional level. The fact that Fenwick attempted to invalidate protesters by saying the demonstration was based in emotion instead of reason only further validates the protest's cause in the report made by black board member Herb Cawthorn stating, the demonstration 
frustration was a result of the board being completely insensitive to the black community. The school board held the next meeting on April 12, 1982 in private, which not only further removed black voices from the process, but also violated the board's procedures and the Oregon Open Meetings Law. In response to the shushing the protesters received from the board, the Black United Front organized a march against racism on April 17th, during which over 500 protesters marched from Alberta Park to the King Neighborhood Facility. The following Monday, over 4,000 black students did not go to school in a boycott of the school board's decision. On April 20th, the school board filed suit for an injunction against the Black United Front and its supporters. However, the next day, the Oregonian reported the board postponed the suit in an effort to clear way for mediation with the Black United Front. Both parties agreed to mediation conducted by Robert Hughes. While the board continued to cite renovation costs as a reason to consider the Boise location, black leaders emphasized that district policy called for community acceptance of such matters and that other factors besides money, such as the history of the black community, residents' feelings, and the educational opportunities offered to children should also be considered. After the three day mediation, the board voted 6-1 to one to authorize Superintendent Profit to draw a plan to permanently locate Tubman at the Elliott site near Memorial Coliseum, as promised in the desegregation plan originally written two years prior. The Harriet Tubman Middle School protests beginning on March 29, 1982 occurred not just because the Portland School Board reversed their decision on a promise they made two years prior, because the school board refused to hear the opinions of the people their decision affected before and after making their decision. The black community had to resort to protests because they were cut from the democratic process. The Tubman decision was the first time in the district's history that the board decidedly chose the opposite of what the community desired, and due to unified and relentless peaceful protests, the community was heard. For more on this topic and others, please visit pdx.edu history. <laughs>